tasting blood here. This is not good. I frequently think about the eroticism of robot on robot violence. A gremlin alien that eats its own poop. You are listening to the After the Fact Podcast. Do you not want to have sex with me? Are you not aroused? There was a game where there was one pixel throwing numbers at another pixel. <laughs> I could probably drop a couple hundred hours into that. Classic gaming by geeks just like you. If I were playing it on an original NES, I probably would not have an original NES anymore. Is this a Final Fantasy related anything? Oh, it's 10 out of 10. And now, your hosts, Luke Matthews. It can't be water. It can't fucking be. It's got to be like KY or something. Because nothing <laughs> moves that slow in water. Matthew Coyne. There's a piece of heart in the mountain of goo! <laughs> Click. And Andy Padel. I'm just saying it's probably a cornucopia of narcotics and watching way too much Mad Max. That's probably. the only explanation. All right, so I forgot how to start the show, so I'm just going to go ahead and go. Welcome, everybody, to episode 41 of the After the Fact podcast. I am Luke Matthews, and I am joined today by Matthew Coyne. Hey, everybody. And Andrew Padel. I'm back. He's back. We are discussing on this episode Earthworm Jim, and I'm going to go ahead and get it out of the way right at the beginning. I didn't play it at all. Oh, Mark oh, of shame. Jesus Christ. Yeah, um, but the host doesn't need to play it because I've got other duties or something. I don't know. <laughs> we'll make shit up. <laughs> I edit this fucking show, goddammit. I can play it later and edit myself back in. I gotta rein these two drunkards in here. These bastards have been hammered since two in the morning. Yeah. So, uh, there will be a lot of discussion about the game between the other two, and I will just be sit here quietly and, you know, no, I'm actually not going to be quiet. Uh, <laughs> let's I will never. The only time that you've ever been quiet on one of the shows is when you were on vacation. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, let's go ahead and and just start like we always do by talking about what we're playing right now. Let's start with Andy because he's got the most. It seems like. Oh man! Uh, so started off with Catherine. Catherine got oh. released on Tuesday. It is amazing, and it's hard. It is so difficult that in Japan. They actually released a patch in order to make it easier because so many people were complaining. Okay, so there, that is true. Oh, yeah. I did hear that as a yeah. rumor, but I didn't see it in the yeah. news. And um, okay. so I had not heard about this. I just you know was trying to avoid all spoilers about the game, and uh, I will not spoil anything from the game. Um, but so I didn't read anything about it. I played the demo. and I'm like, oh, this is great, and I'm like, oh, I'm pretty good at games. I play games all the time. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put it on hard. That was the wrong choice on my part <laughs> i was just dumb uh i died a lot there's a guy um an ign editor named jim riley who is a gigantic he like he loves hard fucking games and to the point where uh he's he has currently beat last time i last time i heard what he was talking about he has currently beat demon souls seven times what he not that bad. is working on he has he has platinumed two different versions and is working on the triple plat. He's got the Japanese, the, Japanese, uh, the European, and the American versions, and he's working on his triple platinum in the game. And he tweeted right after this game came out, he's like, 
I have almost triple platinum Demon Souls, and I gotta say, Catherine is fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> like, Catherine is the hardest game that I've played on the piece. Uh, piece. I can't if I can say the name of the system that problem. The P three, the P three, <laughs> the BP two, the BP three, the BP. It's the P three. The pa. No, it's the hardest game that I've played on the PS three, hands down. It makes Demon Souls look like a cakewalk. I'll have to get it. I. I I'm just been lax in getting it. I've got some games I want to go trade in or sell or whatever, and I'm going to go pick it up. Um, hopefully, if anybody around here still has a copy, which is probably unlikely. I did get the super mega deluxe edition. Oh yeah, the Love Is Over edition. Delicious. I am completely incapable of speaking today. Wow! I got the uh, the Love Is Over edition of Catherine, which comes which is in apparently a p- delicious. Which is why you were wait, 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 it comes in a what pizza do you, box. What do you <laughs> get to watch Catherine with a C due to Vincent in that game, dude? Damn! <laughs> it's it's it comes in a pizza box. Yeah. Wow! Whoa. It has a shirt, a pair of boxers, an art book. Matt, did you get the uh, the art book? Or did you get the I think I, I, did you get I, the deluxe edition. No, okay. I got the the step down from that, okay. whatever that was. Maybe uh, the alternative box art for our listeners who are planning on possibly, if you're getting it and you got the deluxe edition, do not go through the art book. There are fucking spoilers inside. That doesn't oh. surprise me. No, it's not the art. Like the art is just like the standard. You know, here's Catherine. Here's another drawing of Catherine. Here's another drawing of the other Catherine. Here's both Catherines together. Here's the dude. Here's a goat. Here's the other Catherines. Ooh, and then both and, Catherines together. Uh, and then the goat. And right? then oh, like the text. The guy's like blah 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 blah. Giant unrelated spoiler. Blah blah. <laughs> I'm like, huh? Fuck. I'm uh, definitely going to buy it. I just like I fuck so much to do so too busy so uh you know i was gonna go pick it up on tuesday but we had the podcast and luke's like so uh we're gonna, we're gonna have to record another night i'm like that's cool <laughs> like, oh, got night? something to do he's like any other night i'm like uh but yeah just uh whatever yeah cool oh that was attractive thank you oh fuck you <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got you, you have no you have no room like, no, you're in the absolute- past year, I cannot think of a single episode where you weren't like, blah, 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 insert giant burp. <laughs> Sounds like you're vomiting on the yes, mic. Yes, <laughs> there have been plenty of episodes where I have not burped. It's just that the ones that I do are pretty prevalent. I don't think you did last time. But then again, you were you were up doing, you were up to stretching and, and trying to Yeah, that was the episode when like I was kegels or something. hopped up on fucking Percocet trying not, to, trying not to die of back pain. So, Catherine's good. What else are you playing? I'm playing Sands of Destruction, which is by some of the guys who made Xenogears. It's a Woo. DS game. DSi, that's a DS game. Uh, really, really old school. And so, Xenogears, it'll, have, it'll be like a giant movie on the DS. No, it's not. There are, <laughs> but a really, really damn good movie. There's some really long cutscenes. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't realize this until probably about two hours into the game. Some of them have voice acting. In a DS game. And you had your volume had the turned, volume down. turned <laughs> down. I'm like, why can't I fast forward? This is bullshit. <laughs> Three minutes ago, I could totally just fast forward through the text as I was reading, and now it's like, and then he went into the next room, and I'm like, I... Ah. I had that happen the first time I played through Professor Layton. Like, it, it went to the one of the cut scenes, and I was like, why can't I hear the... Oh, and I turn it up, and it's like, Professor... Fuck! It was the same. I've got three matches. <laughs> <laughs> it was the same way for me when I played MDK the first time, and I was just like, I don't know what everyone's talking about. This game is not that funny. <laughs> I mean, it's weird. It's fucking weird, but it's not. A- then, of course, I have the volume off, as I'm prone to do. 
buddy of mine just goes, you want to see the funny part? This is the really funny part. Watch this. Turns my volume up. Yeah. I mean, right in time for my me to experience the, for, uh, the professor's first jankies and then to move on from there. So. MDK, Jesus, dude. Oh, yeah. Portable system, that Jesus. Was, oh, man. Good game. Like, home games, I, I cannot understand playing them without volume unless it's maybe like me playing Disgaea 3, which I, I, there's no noise. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, did you, did you get I'm, your platinum trophy? I'm here. I haven't faded away. Okay. <laughs> That's right. I, I listen to the that. shows that I'm not on. <laughs> and let me tell you something else, motherfuckers. <laughs> I haven't. Uh, I I have occasionally played games without the sound, home games without the sound, and that's usually, it's usually games that are, have repetitive elements like sports games or something. Sure. I'll like I'll play Hot Shots Golf without the sound, and I'll have something else running. I'll have music running or a podcast running, or I'll be watching TV on a different TV or something while I'm playing it. But um, not games that involve any kind of non-repetitive or or story-oriented gameplay. I can't do that. Like yeah. I. I have to have the immersion. I have to have the sound. <laughs> well, you managed to pull back on that one. Yeah, for those not of, intentionally. Those of you listening, Luke made a uh, face like he uh, <laughs> maybe pooped a little bit as he moved away from the mic, and then I will the reverse my burp. burp came out. <laughs> have you ever? Have you ever? Speaking of of disgusting belches, <laughs> have you ever taken a drink of a carbonated beverage like? Pre- my my example will be Coke. Sometimes it's Mountain Dew. You take a drink, you build up a burp that you don't really feel, and then you take another drink, and while that drink is in your mouth, you burp. Oh. Have you ever burped into a carbonated liquid Yes. and then had to swallow the liquid into which you just burped? Carbonated liquid has air bubbles that I think belches actually recarbonate flat carbonated <laughs> beverages because... That is one of the most disgusting things I've ever tasted. Was a Urine. mouthful of a mouthful of Coke into which I burped previously eaten pizza, and then deci- and then had to swallow that mouthful of Coke. That is fucking vile. They don't even do that shit in Japanese porn, dude. <laughs> I mean, that's a, yes, dude. Seriously, you could go down to Mexico and you could be like, "I've got three American dollars," and hey. they look at you and be like, "No." <laughs> No, I won't do that. That's gross. Uh, the other game that I'm playing is Limbo. Great fucking game. I Great. still haven't played this one. I, I've, so I've heard it's really, really awesome. So good. Though. I haven't beaten it uh, because I just haven't had the time to sit down and play through it. It's what it's. I love that game though. The atmosphere in it is so good. Yeah, You're killing me. What? I just, oh, you've had it for how long? I've had it since it. I've had it since about two weeks after it launched on XPLA. It's a four-hour. I game. know. No. No. No, sir. No. It is a four-hour game if you play through it once without dying a thousand fucking times. No, it's, it's not that long. Of it's. A game. It, I know. I know. It's not that long of a game, but it's just one that I haven't gone back to. I want to. Um, I'm. I'm like. I'm like a twittery little fucking bird when it comes to video games, right? I'm like, I'm like, I'll play one for a while, and then I, ooh, shiny, <sighs> like, oh, limbo. God, the atmosphere in this game is so fucking ooh, Outland. You know, it, I just don't. <laughs> right, light of the ADD. And then, and then half the time, I'll be playing, I'll be sitting down, and I shit you not, especially over the last year. The last two weeks has not been this case because I've been doing so many other fucking things. But I'll, I'll fire up a game. And I'll start playing, and I'll get about an hour into it, and I'll be like, Jesus Christ, I, I really should be playing Super Mario 3 for the show. <laughs> oh, fuck.
fuck. And I'll turn it off and I'll start playing Super Mario 3 for the show. So I just don't have a lot of time. Dude, you know what you do? You work and play video games and read comic books. That's that's what you do. You know what it's I do? It's amazing. You know what I do? <laughs> Too much goddamn stuff when I'm not working is what I do. And a lot of it is editing this fucking show. I put too much on my plate. I put too much on my plate. Leave me alone. <laughs> I was going to make a comment about me being like a composure vampire because, you know, you're, you're, you're like 15 minutes on the game. No, that's, that's no, too much, too much. Meanwhile, I'm like hour 600 of just going to Yeah, no shit, right? Now, that being said, I, I have put roughly 120 hours into Hot Shots Golf Open Tee on the PSP. I put like, and it's funny because I I had it on UMD, mm-hmm. and I played it almost to completion. I had I had like ninety percent of the challenge mode stuff done, and then I bought a PSP Go, and for some reason, uh, the PSP Go wouldn't read my save data. Oh. Like I transferred the save data over to the PSP Go, and right. it wouldn't can read it. So I I put the game down. Like, and that was forty hours into that game. And then I put the game down for a while, and then I picked it up on the PSP Go, and I started playing it, and I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then something corrupted my SD card, so I lost my save data. So now I'm starting it again. I've started it again, and I'm about 70% through it on my third playthrough. And you know what? I don't care. It's still fucking awesome. Still awesome. Yeah. But Dino Park can go fuck a cock. Seriously, that... That that fucking level can fuck right off and eat a whole goddamn bag of dicks because that that <laughs> fucking course is bullshit. They go from they ramp up the difficulty real nice through the first four courses, and then all of a sudden Dino Park shows up and it's got like ridiculous fucking hills, like mounds of shit in the middle of your fucking course. It's got fallen trees a, and we're still talking about like, a golf. It's game, a golf right? game, fallen okay. trees, and then the the greens, the greens look like. They have mines. And yeah, seriously. There's a concentration. Absolutely. traps and the, the elephant greens. grass. You go to swing and your character is like, game over. You, you think know? you're joking. Continue? No, no, I, no. I, I, there's no, no continue. It's like, start no. over. Your file has been deleted. <laughs> yeah, seriously. They've got like your crazy hills over. and sinkholes and shit in the greens. And then on top of all that, when when you for the first time you ever play Dino Park in challenge mode, you, you get on there and it's got like fucking... 15 mile an hour crosswinds and shit and you're you're like I've got this little tiny fucking course with a bunch of goddamn holes in it and you're putting a crosswind that'll take my ball and blow it into fucking Iwo Jima what the fuck are you doing the the difficulty just skyrockets on that one part anyway uh, so that's one of the games I'm playing continue (laughs) about Limbo it's not nearly as amusing as your story Luke I I was gonna say say there I'm, I'm like, is... so I'm playing this mellow game. It's in black and white. And you die in horrible, violent ways. Meanwhile, sure. Luke is retelling Saving Private Ryan's. Beach I know. Scene. I'm like, that's fucking riveting. You could I mean, either you can either enjoy yourself a nice, gruesome death on Valium, or you can play golf on Coke. 
<laughs> I mean, it's it's sort of like pick your fucked up poison. I I love Limbo. I I love that game, but and it's partially because of the fact that the atmosphere is so awesome, and you are meant to die horribly over and over and over again. I'll take hallucinogens and surrealism yeah. for two hundred, Alex. Yeah, but see, but like, he is the one playing golf in Bat Country. I mean, if you want to <laughs> seriously, you're like try. Looks like I'll take meth and. <laughs> <laughs> Pleasant scenery for a thousand. And yes, I'll make it a true daily double. We were ten miles out of Barstow in the middle of the desert when I came across the par four. It's <laughs> <laughs> like fuck. No shit, there I there was. There I was. <laughs> <laughs> I had two gallons of ether and a putting wedge. <laughs> it's riveting. This is why I love the Hot Shots Golf series. They're fucking awesome. Is this like? Is, is it, okay? I, I have to at least give this a try because it's, uh, it's oh, the Hot point. Shots Golf games are great. That's like, what it, yeah. The fuck is wrong with you? Like you, you want to stop looking at your phone and come over here? And I, I was trying to get a fear and loathing quote to replace with <laughs> a briefcase with seven T's, two wedges, a big Bertha, yeah, four putters, <laughs> and my attorney. Anyway, I I tried to steer the conversation toward Limbo because I love that game. Limbo. It, what do you think about it? It's amazing. It's yeah. great. It's have you beat it? Fuck no. I've been playing Catherine. You were giving me shit for not beating it. <laughs> I've had it like, for a week. <laughs> What's your point? I I made it as far as I've made into it a week after I bought it and haven't played it since. So pretty much the same situation. You you started playing Limbo. You got however long into it, and then you went, ooh, Catherine Shiny, and moved moved away. <laughs> no, I realized that Limbo was out at like 1030 at night on a Monday night, and I'm like, well, I'll play this for a few minutes. Fuck, it's one in the morning. Okay, time to go to work. <laughs> yeah. Well, sleep, then work, then got up and was like, oh, it's Tuesday. Catherine's out today. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, fuck. Wednesday. I have to do the show. No, I don't have to do the show. Awesome. <laughs> Wednesday, I'm like, playing some Catherine, and that's now. <laughs> Would you like to recall all the things that have passed since you started playing? We're Limbo? now, now. No, really not. I don't even want to recall all the things that have passed in the last week, much less the, the, since I started playing fucking Limbo. Why don't I, I'll talk about real quick the other game that I'm playing before we move on to Matthew. I'm also playing Outland, which uh, if you own, I think it's cross-platform. I think it's 360 yeah, it's and on, PS3. Yeah, it's on uh, arcade um, as well. If you own either of those systems, you owe it to yourself to buy Outland. It's fucking awesome. It's a platformer with melee combat and an Ikaruga polarity switching mo- mechanic. You know, you you switch polarities to either to activate platforms or absorb bullets rather than get damaged by them. Or there will be red enemies and blue enemies, and if you are red, you can't affect red enemies. You have to change to blue and right. fire and hit them. Um, and it is spectacular. It is one of the one of the best designed platformers I've played in years. Wow! Um, it's very skillful because it's made by Housemark, which is the company that made Super Stardust HD and Dead Nation. House marquee. No, fuck, fuck you and your house marquee, you bitch. <laughs> fuck you. Oh, sorry. They're not, they're not advertising a movie for a theater. It's not a goddamn marquee. I fear the day you meet Bismarcky. <laughs> <laughs> your name's bullshit. I'm taking it to town. No, no, no. Bismarcky's got what I need. He does. That's true. He says he's just a friend. Um, uh, so yeah. Anyway, if if you like platformers and you've got a console, fucking buy Outland. It is so yeah. good. So you wanted to talk about what you're playing, Matt? Yeah, actually. Well, I, I, I put one on there, and there was another one I just remembered that I I played a little bit. I didn't have a lot of time to play games other than Earthworm Jim, which I 
really wish I would have had a chance to play more of because I started new work at Microsoft. So I'm kind of like, I'm drinking from the fire hose, as they call it right now. <laughs> Get my learn on with a bunch of shit that is like, oh my God, difficult. They're pointing a thing at me. Go. So the two things. One, yes, I'm, I'm pointing. I'm pointing a, a Wii a Wiimote at me, which obviously is a weapon. Uh, no, the first one is uh, I didn't put on. It was uh, Trenched, which is for. Oh, I've heard about that game. Xbox Arcade. I don't know if it's Tim on. Schaefer. Yes, it's it's strangely fun. Uh, yeah. That's about the best I can put it. I've never what been kind a of big, game. Is it so? Imagine defense? marrying a tower defense. Yeah, multiplayer definitely a tower defense game with Mech Warrior. And then slamming them together in this kind of weird, anachronistic, uh, World War II-esque way, and then creating a game out of it. And it's... Interesting. It's, it's hard to explain. It is fun as hell to play. Yeah, it is, it is really fun, and it's, it's surprisingly addicting. So, and it's not as hard as I thought it would be. So. I love tower defense games. I love tower defense games. I'm, really? I'm, I'm iffy on them. Yeah, I can't really get into tower defense games. Like... I've played some of the better ones, and I just, just not my thing. There's stuff moving, and I gotta put stationary stuff to stop it from moving. I love pixel junk monsters. Of all of the tower defense games I've played, pixel junk monsters is the one that actually caught my interest and made me play for a while. Plants vs Zombies? No, don't like it. Okay. Because in in all honesty, it's like Plants vs Zombies is like a super casual version of of a. Tower uh, so team. tower True. defense game, it like it doesn't even have paths as much as it just has like five lines, five lines, and you put stuff into those lines. So I don't know. I, I it just I never got into them. On the note of iPhone games, I bought Feed Me Oil. Yes, dear God, it's fun. Yeah, I've played it for short. about. Yeah, I'm on the last set of worlds. Like I think it was a buck, maybe totally worth it. Yeah, Feed Me Oil, Cut the Rope, Angry Birds. Plants Cut versus zombies. Angry Birds, I agree with. Cut the rope, I don't like. You don't like? Um, oh, we've talked about that before. Though. Yeah, because it's just it's just my personal pet peeve about uh, games with touchscreen control mechanics, where when I'm touching the screen, I'm blocking my view of the shit that I'm supposed to be doing. Oh man, I was playing that on the bus, and like I'd be right in the you know in the back of the bus, and it'd be bouncing. And I'd be trying to play and I'd jam in the my back of the bus. The- <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> No. I just love the I just no. love the the the, na- the titles for some of these. Get, feed me oil, cut the rope. It's the next. Like I'm waiting for. Show me on the doll. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> Where did the mailman touch you? <laughs> you know that's next. <laughs> w- was she a great big fat girl? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you hurt my dog, lady. <laughs> Oh God, that would be! Don't you hurt my dog, lady? Would be a spectacular <laughs> game. I Ted would love Levine, to play that Ted game. Ted Levine's "Don't You Hurt My Dog Lady." <laughs> when, you, when you lose, he's like, <laughs> the oh. continue screen is like, "Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me." <laughs> oh wow, I love Ted Levine. Oh, and then he's on Monk, and you're like, yeah. Huh. Uh, um, okay. He's been in a few things like that, but uh, that my, certainly makes sense. It's really a reasonable transition. Video games, um, video games. So the other one I'm playing real fast is uh, Empire Total War, which is because I never. You guys don't really talk about PC games on the show. Not a lot. Terribly. Our much. only PC gamer is Micatron. He doesn't. He yeah. plays. He plays some stuff, but we don't. Yeah. Um, I play MMOs, and that frankly is pretty boring to talk about. Yeah, that's yeah. And Empire Total Wars. Um, Empire Total Wars a 
RTS, right? Y- yeah. It's it's a mix, actually. Okay. It's you you have the campaign map where you or like basically turn based strategy, maybe. It, yeah, there's a turn based mode where you basically you 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 buy up your armies, your navies, you improve your lands, la da da da. You move shit around, and then there's the the RTS is is in RTS that I actually really enjoy because RTS is normally your StarCraft, you name it, drive me nuts because you go to war and you build a base. Yeah. And 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 I'm like sitting there going, I want to control my troops and blow shit up and they're like, nope, build build shit. Because if you don't build shit, somebody is going to come in there and and school you. So basically all you do is you build shit and then you send out waves. Yes, my lord. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, you know, that was that was my whole idea of of that was not my idea of going to war, listening to some guy the whole time Ready going to third. Yeah, don't build it ship. I mean, it's like Quit poking me. <laughs> Ah, done taking shit. I mean, it's. <laughs> but it has generated that for us at the very least. Like years of quotables. Oh, it has generated years of quotables. That being said, it was. It, the, that part was what kept me playing Warcraft. I. Starcraft, it was the it was the marine shit kickers, and it was the the Give Protoss. Give me something to shoot. Yeah, and it was the Protoss just basically fluffing my Leo ego with every kind of royalty reference they possibly can. Which <laughs> is great. Outside of that, every RT like I, I I hated Command and Conquer. I hate like all these other RTS. Tesla that, coils. Yes, I know. Tesla coils. But I made Tesla coil in my backyard. More fun. Mm. Yeah, they really actually are no, that much fun. There's, there's a whole lot less risk. Okay, of let me rephrase it. That's absolutely <laughs> true. Have, but when you can have one of the Tesla coils that plays Super Mario Brothers, then then okay. you've got awesomeness. Yeah, but when you are you have you build a Tesla coil in your backyard and your neighbors have dumb cats and stupid kids and you're that kind of cruel to people <laughs> that you think are less than you oh my god tesla coil fuck right. commanding conquer i have tesla coil cruelty and the nice thing about empire is that you literally i mean not to get all don rumsfeld on people here but you literally go to war with the army that you have mm-hmm. not the one you want so you are kind of forced on the fly to deal with uh to deal with actually controlling your troops in the field less more than just make a wave send it out Make a wave, send it out. Um, it's a very different style of of being aware of actual combat strategy. And for somebody that like me, who's kind of a nerdy historian type that gets into that kind of stuff, it was like I was really impressed with it, and I've been playing the crap out of it whenever I get a chance. Yeah. That's going to go to the wayside as soon as I get home tonight, and Catherine gets into my hands. I'm like, sorry, bye. Yeah. KRC. Uh, after after he's named something else, Catherine. Let's leave it at yeah, that. <laughs> I have liquor and no morals. Let's date. So we have been playing uh, Earthworm Jim. That's yeah, the royal we, the not ro- the, the royal we, royal we. Luke. This is not the we including me, because I have not done shit on this game. <laughs> um, uh, Earthworm Jim came out in 1994. It was a cross-platform game uh, that released on both the Super Nintendo and the Genesis at the same time. Um, and we'll get into a little discussion of that in a little bit. Um, here it comes. There, there we go. Oh, uh, Christ. I... I can discuss having played this game as a kid because I hated it as a child. Really? Hated it. Hated it. You hate good things. I apparently hate good things. I 
we'll get this out of the way right now Shoot. so that I can actually like, just shut up and you guys can actually talk about having played it recently. I still have this problem now because I've I have played in recent months the 3D remake of of Earthworm Jim, which, mm-hmm. in my opinion, is is kind of a bastardization that doesn't do justice to the original. Um, if you like the original at all, the new one is, and this is something that w- we will return to a subject from early early episodes of After the Fact. I hate 2.5D. The 2.5D remake of of Earthworm Jim is almost pointless. Because it's the same wow. fucking game, they just made it uglier by making it 2.5D and not, you know, it doesn't have any of the charm of the animations. And that's mm. that's the thing to me that one of the one of the positives of Earthworm Jim is the charm of it is it's 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 pretty. It the character is hilarious and it's it's a very it's got very charming sprites. They're very funny. Yeah. Um. The the 3D remake. It. It controls almost identically, and it just looks worse. And it's the same thing that happened with Rocket Knight Adventures. Like, the new Rocket Knight Adventures was terrible. Mm-hmm. It was just boring and dumb. Um, so my experience when I was a kid was that I didn't like the control scheme in the game at all. And it it's mostly because... One, the head whip thing just feels wrong. It doesn't. It doesn't, like work the way I want it to work and the gun um sucks kind of sucks like, I, I don't use the gun yeah ever. really I, I exclusively I use the gun I, I hate the head whip I had to use the gun because the, when I played it as a kid I had to use the gun because the head whip never hit what I wanted it to yes. fucking hit you know and that and that was my problem with it and the the biggest problem is I, I just feel like there were points in the game where I tried to do something that should have been obvious Mm -hmm. and it janked out on me and I couldn't figure out how to do it. And I gave up on it. Like when I was a kid, I, I never, I think I played the first level of the game and then I just got so fed up with it that I was just like, fuck it, I'm done. And I didn't play it anymore. Hmm. So I unfortunately did not get an opportunity to play it again recently because I've had so much going on this, the last two weeks. But um, I'll let you guys go ahead and move on with discussion, and okay. I'll interject what I can. So I'll start okay. off with uh, difficulty, because I really was terrifying the, uh, I think it's called Tube Race, the, the level where you have the underwater, like, sub, and as you hit, you know, you have to race from location A to location B because you've only got so much oxygen. And as oh, you bump into yeah. the walls, the bubble cracks. This time, I made it through without dying. I was Whoa. Just, what? What? That I've done re- that with games in the past. Yeah. Like game, even games for this show where I was like, I remember that being so fucking hard. And then you just like, zoop, done. <laughs> the fuck? So I started playing. Okay, so uh, I messed around with both the Genesis and the Super Nintendo versions for a very brief amount of time. Okay. And then I was like, okay, so I'll get back. And then I'm like, you know what? I'll just grab the DSi version. And I, I, that's what I was playing pretty much most of the time. So uh, right. another thing that I forgot about the game that I you know, was mildly humored by is that there's like four stages or five stages, actually. I think there was maybe six named Andy Asteroids. Yeah. Hey, it's my name. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when that shit happens, yeah. right? You yeah. know, he's like, I, I mean, of course, I grew up with fucking Luke Skywalker, so that was not really a benefit to me ever. But when you see stuff like that, it, you know what? I just realized how often my name gets fucked. Because the yeah. most recent incarnation of my name in, that happens in my life and anything that I play is fucking Professor Layton. So the little son of a bitch that's going, Professor! Professor is his name is fucking Luke. Eat a dick. No, 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 no. Okay, that's nothing. 
any TV show, if the person's name is Andy, they are a giant moron. I'm not saying it's a big stretch. That's really true. Yeah, they are kind of goofy. Think of like Andy from The Office. Andy Griffith. Tuna, and- big tuna. How you doing, big tuna? <laughs> Andy's uh, a, Andy's always a dumbass, and and Parks like and Recreation. Chad is always a douche. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. <laughs> I've given up. Uh, I was gonna say I uh, the only the only references I can think of to Matthew is all Matt. I got friends. I got well. Okay, first of all, there's yeah that Matt, which fuck him. Um, <laughs> then there's Matt Murdock. Hell yeah, sure. And then there's. Matt Santos from the West Wing. I'm like, wow, okay, all these There's obscure Matt's references, all, but see, the thing is, is no, but they're studio never like anything. Yeah, they're, okay. Yeah. Studio 60 was so good. I it love was, that show. yeah, it was excellent. Anyway, but I mean, thank uh, you, Aaron Sorkin. Yes, come back, please. Um, so bring it back to Earthworm Jim. Um, yeah, I, I, like this one was. I was kind of surprised how hard this one was. That that there were things about it, like for instance. The the weapon that you get that is the most inaccurate and hardest to use, the whip, is the only one you can use while jumping. You can't shoot when you're jumping. I completely like I completely disagree about the accuracy of the whip. I think the gun is just garbage. That's uh, it's it's like when you get the super gun and you've got like that charge shot that you get like three bullets for yes. the first four stages. <sighs> That's great. However, any other time it's like you just used 78 bullets and missed every single time while shooting in a straight line and something walks in front of you. See, that was for me like I never I never ran into that. Like I'm pretty sure I hit almost every single time um or at least most of the time when I was shooting. And that was the thing like I think that that kind of throws people off is that when you're shooting unless you're playing an FPS you're used to seeing that, especially when you're playing a platformer, you're used to seeing that line go shooting out of your gun. You're used to seeing the projectile actually leave the weapon. And in this one, you don't. You just see that you have the flare. Impact. Right, and then you have the impact. And I I was just kind of like, I was okay with that. I, I think that that was, you know, the primary difference is it, it might be like a visual cue difference that, you know, well used to be. that. Because the whip for me was one where the timing of it which is weird because it's the timing is the same universally whether you're standing, you're jumping, whatever. But it always just fucked with me. Just the I, I could not get the timing down to hit stuff. But it was the arguably the best weapon in the game because it doesn't. Again, it doesn't, doesn't take. Doesn't run out of ammo. Well, it doesn't run out of ammo, and then it doesn't take. You know, for, it's like you're shooting a bird. Birds are not that structurally sound of creature. Let Let's uh, throw this one right right now. If you're shooting a bird. 36 times to kill said bird? What the fuck? It's That's a video it. game. I know, I know, I know, but seriously, I've, I've shot birds. Then, really? So have I, actually. Dirty hunters! I haven't. Murderers! <laughs> that was tasty. Um, you know, I've actually been called a murderer for being a hunter in the past. I'm really? About that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> I, I was, shot the guy that I, called I think me a murderer. The last time you uh, called <laughs> me, it was pretentious fuck. Yes, yes, that is absolutely There's true. There's that. I don't understand what that one came from, but <laughs> because because that was for your Google Plus i avatar, and it was you I going, can't help it if I'm sexy. That is exactly what I thought when I saw that picture. Was my name is Andy, and I am the shit. And you see, you know. Luke's picture, and you think, damn kids, get off my lawn. No, you see my picture, and you think, God, what a fat ass. What the <laughs> fuck is all? I, I, I was going to go with jackass. Usually I get called, see, 
you pretentious fuck is one thing. Usually, I get called uh, like a uh, an asshole, just straight up like inconsiderate ass. That's usually my moniker. So, yeah, okay. Uh, back to Earthworm Jim. Back to Earthworm. So, you want to handle the 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 bad shit first or the good shit? Let's do the bad shit first. Let's do the bad shit. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say because that's uh da, 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 da. so the Uber shot. Is there a way to select? Off of that. Nope. Okay. First moment of balls because that <laughs> pissed me off. First of all, I was like, okay, I have a gun that shoots a little shit, and then I get this big fucking bullet. I could put the big fucking bullet in my suit, which, by the way, is built like a brick shit house with apparently nothing in it but empty space. So I could put the said bullet in there, or I could. Or you could use your alternate weapon. Or I could use the whip that I can't get the fucking timing down. So. I so go basically, to, you're, you're blaming the game for your own failings. I am blaming the game because it That's, does not. That is the fit. right of every gamer. That is sir, the right, sir. To Excuse blame me. the game. This fucking game cheats. God damn it! There was a team of people that could have called me and figured out my own version of retarded, but no, they decided to ignore me. So fuck them. <laughs> Why can't they understand my timing? No, anyway, no. I but it, right. I mean, I, I, that part, like. It, it, the fact that it restricts you from using the gun in and of itself, and I can't bust that shit out for like boss fights or whatever. Yeah, it's okay. actually not that effective against bosses. It's it's totally ineffective against bosses because it, it's a wider pattern, but it does just as much damage. Yeah, yeah. So it's that Especially was my evil the cat that fuck. Oh god! <laughs> All you have to do is hit him. You know, you just have to hit him, and he dies. And then he comes back with his second life, then his third, then his fourth. Second, his he plays second life? Uh, he is second he's life. He's a cat. He's got nine lives. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> he's a cat, so all you have to do is pretty much sneeze on him. Actually, this game does have my favorite boss fight ever. Let go of my head, you son of a bitch! Luke Sorry. is actually playing the game right now. And hey, he's running, I, I might as well, right? He's, he's, he's about to, he's about to uh, run into again. the one thing that I'm that I'm also about to say is, a, is another moment, but go for it with your second. So as I was saying, the, uh, the, uh, Bob the Goldfish is the, my favorite <laughs> boss fight because literally you just walk up and you knock the fishbowl over. Luke, you fucking suck at this game. I really do. Yeah. You're really, I really bad. I'm yeah. really bad at this game. Like, it's... Anyway, continue. Continue talking on the show. I will play because I haven't up until this point, so I might as well. I'll make a deal. I'll continue talking if you stop screaming. I will try to stop screaming at the game, but I, I make no guarantees. and we'll just go with it, man, because that's actually kind of funny. Anyway, so as I was saying, uh, Bob, the goldfish, Bob the Goldfish, he's in a goldfish bowl. You walk up, and you tap him, and he falls over, and <laughs> you beat Bob the Goldfish. <laughs> What level is that from? Uh, that is the end of the second zone, right after the water thing. Oh, there's nice. a there's so a moment of dealing with the with the infirm that just came out in a boss fight. I'm gonna knock that boy out of his bubble and beat his crippled ass. <laughs> so, let, 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 me, let me break it down for you. Uh, the first zone is New Junk City. Right. Which I'm in right now. Which yeah. is uh, you fight a guy. I think he's sitting on a toilet, and you have to hit him with crates. Uh, he's on a hook, and you have to hurl crates but he's, onto he's a actually, springer. I thought, I thought he had like uh, a toilet seat underneath him. It might be. All I know is he pukes fish at you, yeah. and that's which are incredibly hard to dodge unless you get like right under him. And then you fight the trash mo- monster that's composed of old tires. Old tires, right? Then you have asteroid or anti asteroids. The yep. first stage where you then, fight uh, what was Psycho? Is that the yeah? Psycho is the Psycro, guy that you race right. against, uh, who's also the last boss of the game, right? Um, but so then, I love the fact that you're just. I'm sorry to interject one thing real fast. I love the fact that you're um, that in that. 
Andy Asteroids part. You're flying on a jet engine with like a bicycle handlebar on it. I mean, yep. that's pretty much it. It's like it's literally just like wow. You know, you know who are pussies? Pod racers are pussies. <laughs> Pod racers are such pussies because they have seats with cushiony shit and seat belts. Queer. No. <laughs> Damn it! You just sit on the engine. Anyway, you were saying, so uh, uh, then we go to hell, this, right? No, this no, no, heck, Vietnam heck, heck, no, 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 heck isn't next. It, no, it's, it's, it's New Junk City, Andy Asteroids, and then the heck, heck. No, it's New Junk City, Andy Asteroids, then the underwater tube race thing. I thought the tube race thing was like the third one. I'm, I'm, I'm positive. Heck is the second level. I, I, well, okay, maybe was, okay, here's a Luke, question. make yourself useful and Luke. open up Wikipedia. <laughs> Quickly, Robin, <laughs> find us info. Keep fucking talking. I'm wondering if there's a difference between like the Genesis version and the Nintendo one, or I is that? Remember the like like I did not get that far in the Super Nintendo or the Genesis version because I was okay. just dicking around with them to take a look at like controls and graphics right. and whatnot. Right. Um. But so okay, let's let's say maybe it is. Uh, heck is the second level because there's two parts to Heck. Right. And then you teleport and you fight Evil the Cat. Yep. Because he takes your suit away, yep. and all you have to do is jump over fireballs that come at you until he melts his own platform. Until he melts, and you get your suit back, and then he pops out of the shadows. You kill him, and you're like, "Okay, cool. That was you know, what the fuck." There, number two. Oh Jesus! <laughs> you kill him. You're like, "Oh, I see where this is going." Right. And then nine more times. Nine more. Then there's Andy Asteroids, the second. Right. And then maybe it's the underwater world. I think that sounds that sounds right. It goes, uh, the junk. New Junk City, right? Andy Asteroids, what the heck? What the heck? Down the tubes, tube yeah. race. It's, it's not, not a problem. It's not a problem. Is a terrible level five, three part stage. Mm. Yeah. So for Pete's sake, so, um, thank you, Game Facts. So Word. let's talk about it's not a problem for a second because this oh, is actually please. the stage that I hate the most because you're battling someone while slinging around on a bungee cord. Uh, what? So you're in free fall against this giant <laughs> snot monster, and you're both attached to bungee cords, and you're in a canyon, <laughs> and the object is to bump them into the walls more than they bump you into the walls until somebody's bungee cord snaps. So you, you know, you're falling and falling and falling, and you're hitting each other, and then you reach the bottom, and then you spring back up, and you're, you're fighting and fighting and fighting. Oh, my God. That's, and, that's, and the way we, that's the first part. Thank God I've never made it to this stage. <laughs> So then you you, know, you finish, you kill the guy, and you're like, okay, cool. Then it's like, it's not a problem, part two. The exact same thing, except this time, there's this thing in the water that you're bungee jumping above, and it shows you where it is. Sort of there's an arrow icon indicating it. And if you hit the bottom, you die? If you hit the bottom where it is, it eats you. And that is the most gory scene in the game. Yeah. Like, wow. It bites you in half. That like, sounds it's only like two terrible. frames. Terrible. You've got some control over where you're landing. <laughs> some. You've got a little bit of control. I but, mean, but wait, wait, wait. If you know, but it gets better. The rule of threes. <laughs> the third part, where you're doing. But wait, guess what? There's, there's more. <laughs> you get to bungee jump again to fight the same guy again with the pit monster underneath you again. Except in the third stage, the monster you're fighting against has a tendency to try and pin you against the walls. So then the monster moves directly underneath you and you just fall right into his mouth. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. Might be that, fucked in the butt once, twice, when you can do it thrice. Uh, uh, and then the next stage after that is the the monkey, uh, Dr. Monkey for Heads level. It's a science lab. 
And it pissed me off in the DSi version because the screen's a little bit smaller, and it's hard to see. It's hard to see what's like. Going you know, on. there's the floating enemies that are kind of slow and whatnot. You can shoot yes. them, but in this one, they turn into maggots that walk around on the ground and attack you. But they're really hard to see. Oh God. Um. Then after that is. I can't remember what the sixth stage is. I don't know. I, you're, you are you are actually well past the point. Like when we were at two brace, you were past the point where I had, yeah. I had and died too much. There's a Buttville, which is the final <laughs> stage where you fight Queen Slug for a butt to save Princess. What's her name? So there is actually a princess at the end of this shit. That's the thing. Uh, in the original version, uh-huh. if I remember correctly, because it's been a long time. You see her, you instantly fall in love with her. Then you remember that cow that you launched into the air at the beginning of the game? Yeah. Oh the yeah. cow lands on her. <laughs> oh, God. It is some brilliant, brilliant art ideas by Doug Tenapple. So speaking of, this actually kind of brings up one of my points, um, is that one of the things that I, I put under the category of bad shit, which was there was a part of me that when I was a, a, a younger individual, let's say in my early teenage years, um, that loved that thought this game was funny as hell, and now that I'm in my drugs. thirty, well, yes, okay. Now that I I'm in my thirties and I'm not quite as high as I was when I was playing this game. Well, okay, let me let me rephrase that. When I played it as a kid, I really enjoyed the humor. When I played it in my twenties and I was high as as a as a fuck kites weather balloon, I was I could I could not I could not get over this. It's just. When I'm sober in my mid thirties, it's too Nickelodeon for me. I don't know what it is, man. Yeah, okay. I, I'm. I mean, it's fun, but it's not funny, like right? If, if the game were to come out now, mm-hmm. I'd be like, man, whatever. It's. I not think, yeah, it, w- it would but not I be. Can, I can associate it with that nostalgia still. Mm-hmm. And the controls are good enough. The game and... did come out now. Remember, they remade it only blander. Right. Uh, yeah, I. I just. Uh, I tried so. I really tried so hard to get into the humor of it. And there's a part of me now that, that kind of like I think what ruined it was Conquer's Bad Fur Day, like after fighting the Conquer's great mi- BFD. Yes, after fighting the great mighty Pooh, there is nothing that this game can do humor wise that will either make me go oi or make me laugh. Is it the great mighty Pooh or is it the great and mighty Pooh? You know, I actually don't know that. I think it's the great and mighty Pooh. It might be because he's going to throw his shit at you. At you, yes. So the last thing I have one more item on the bad shit, and that was. Flying enemies, uh, the little hell demony beasts with the teeth, the the black floaty things, and then the crows from New Junk City. The crows in New Junk City. I will. I can comment on this right now because I just oh. fucking played them. I was watching you getting owned by them. Fuck off. Fuck. Fuck off. Yes. Like it's one of the things that I actually have a problem with games, classic games in general, because this happens in a lot of classic games. There will be flying enemies whose pattern is to hover in a spot until you get close enough and then swoop in on you and stay right the fuck on on top of you until you go somewhere else. And there are times that really bothers me because when they're sitting right the fuck on top of you, of course your weapons can't hit them because your weapons are firing away from them. Right. This happens in Castlevania. This happens in certain Mario games. This happens in... Just about every franchise that has existed on the 8 or 16-bit era. And this one is one of the worst. Like, those little fucking crows. Well, okay. 
Castlevania. That's why I said one of Castlevania is definitely the worst. I don't know. I think I think this one is closely no. because they in Castlevania I don't remember any enemies that swoop and stay stick on. But it doesn't matter because they swoop and you die. Well, that's you're no. On that's, stairs, you're, okay, you die. that's fair. Pillar would die. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. You're eating a sandwich with your girlfriend and you die. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to make love and suddenly you're just like, oh, how does that feel? Oh, it's <laughs> You know, it's just like other. What happens when they swoop? Dead. Dead. <laughs> what about what, what happens to Earthworm Jim with the, when when you when the crows come to Adam? Dead. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what that's what drove me nuts is that they fly on you and then they like the enemies with Castlevania at least have the decency of they at least have the decency of flying in, cutting my back, shitting in my mouth, and then flying away. They fly away. Looking over their shoulder is like, yep, he's dead. Yeah, exactly. He's dead. I just, I just deuced in his mouth and cut up his spine. He's fucking gone, man. <laughs> Screw him. <laughs> Look at you, Simon Bitchmont. Peace, you know? <laughs> whereas whereas these ruddy bastards want to sit around and corpse hunt me. These are the first corpse hunters. <laughs> Little bastards. They they are the first corpse hunter. They sit there and they'll fly into you Joe. and then they'll stay into you as if they are trying to nest in your suit. Joey's dead. Joe Joey. What? What? There's nothing wrong. That I I got this. Joe, he's dead. He fucking Joey, he's dead. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, that that part drove me absolutely apeshit. That was what killed me. Uh, it, every other enemy in this game, it was one of those where I'm like, oh, okay, I get the like even the little dog pizza green and yellow ish with teeth monster thing. <laughs> I don't even fucking know what it is. <laughs> I did mescaline once, and I saw that beast in my sleep, and I woke up going. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, the point being uh, that I, I remember, I, you know, those those enemies I could I could get because I can jump away from them. I could get up on top of something, shoot down. These the flying ones. You just you have to run like all the way to the other side of the screen, a whole bunch, and then you have to turn around, shoot or whip or whatever. It's that that part was like get them to fly away or at least do the kind of. The thing swoop. they do in, yeah, like in Ninja Gaiden, I remember enemies that they would, the flying enemies would hit you and they'd swoop and then they'd come, they'd go out and then they'd come back. And that at least gave you some opportunity to either dodge on the way back or to hit them on the way back. Whereas these guys just, they just sit there and that's all they do. And it's like, get off of me. But that's all the bad shit that I have about this game. Honestly, I mean, what about you? Do you got any more bad shit about this game? Just the bungee jumping, yeah. problem stuff. Um, I really this is probably one of the better games that I've played for the show. I love it though; it's really good. Uh, She's a vengeful mistress, and she treats me fucking horribly. Part, part of it might be, but I love how she dresses and what she does to me. Mm. Part of it might be that I've been playing Catherine, and that game is just so brutal. <laughs> That I come to this and like you guys are like this is terrible. I'm like this is so much easier. I'm not getting maimed by this giant forty story woman who's crawling up his <laughs> with an ass MC, for a face. MC Escher block puzzle <laughs> thing. That's oh god. I, I have to say I remember playing. I played a little bit of, of Earthworm Jim two, just because I was like, is Earthworm Jim two really as hard as Earthworm Jim one? And it's and it's not. Like I actually thought that Earthworm Jim two and remembering as a kid, like I liked it better than this one. 
that being said, I still, despite all the stuff that I didn't like about it, I had a great time with this one. It's hard as hell, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. So I see this as a, a Genesis game, and I, I just want to go into one real quick tangent. This Shoot, because I did this as SNES, so please. Uh, this reminds me of like the stream of weird-themed platformers that they released. You had Earthworm Jim, then you had James Pond, then you had yeah. Decap Attack. Oh, oh, fuck Decap Attack. Oh. You, wait, 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 wait. Then you had Boogerman. Uh. A pick and flick adventure. <laughs> then you had Earthworm Jim 2. Like, they just, I mean, they were just like, what's something that we can do for a platformer? What's, what's going to make this different? We're going to make the main character a goldfish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I played Decap Attack on the fucking Genesis collection because one of the trophies is that you have to collect five gold coins in that fucking. Fuck that. Continue. Um, so that was my tangent. <laughs> I well, and that was th- so why I liked it. I mean, hard, surprisingly fun, good controls, amazing controls, really good controls. I will agree. I will agree. The the even the little bit that I played, I can tell like the controls, with the exception of the whip missing everything that I fucking aimed okay. at, the controls are are surprisingly so good. So the the attack, like the various attacks you can do, not that great. However, the platforming is very forgiving. is excellent. Absolutely, it's very very forgiving. Yeah, yeah. you could, especially because this is one of the. Um, one of the few platformers of its era where you could catch edges and and not fall to your doom every right. time you like you know hit a platform wrong, which I I I'm happy for. Like Prince of Persia did that, a few others did that. Where yeah, you can jump and if you don't make it perfect, you'll still catch the edge and you can just climb up and that's okay. Yeah, but if you don't, you just rewind time and you're okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like it was it was the only times I found it was a little touchy was. Number one, when you are on anything that affects you, like when you're on the the the, the green emeralds, the when there's spinning gems, or when you're on those uh, conveyor belts, like in New in New Junk City, is that one conveyor belt that has all the junk on it, and you have to kind of clamber up of it. That part it got a little tetchy. The actually the fishbowl in um, two brace uh-huh. that you're piloting around. Oh, that is touchy. Yeah, that, that is yeah. super touchy. That is one. And and Andy Asteroids took a little it, like. I mean those those things when you're when you're on those surfaces was a little touchy. Outside of that though, I mean it doesn't take up a lot of your time, so you just kind of figure it out and you just kind of bumble through it, and you're like, okay, fine. And Andy Asteroids was a little tough to learn, but once you did learn it, it was actually pretty rewarding. Like the whip, I mean overall, like the whip. Like if I would have had another, oh I don't know, let's call it four or five hours just to to mess around with this game, I probably would have figured the whip out, and at that point wouldn't have been so hating on the whip. I'm I'm really sad that Mikeatron is not here because this game so reminds me of something that he would draw. Like seriously, <laughs> that's absolutely okay. Yeah. There's, like, there's like Professor Monkey for a head, Evil the Cat, uh, Psycho. Yeah, it. It's I great. Too. I can see that. Like I can see that being ev- kind of evocative of his art style. Yeah, it's music. I mean, first of all, you're, what is the name of that? So, okay, there's the there's a piece of it's an orchestral piece that. Dun 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 dun. I can't remember the name of the the piece of music. I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember what it's called. Right. There's it's something of the mountain. Anyway, four hours the first time and seventeen the seventeen the second. And if you don't get it right, you fail Spanish class. The music. Denise. Sorry, I clicked on a video on YouTube, and it's just some hot girl with a shirt that has a poorly photoshopped phrase, talk nerdy to me, over her breasts. 
So I, anyway, <laughs> continue. Um, <laughs> this is what you get when I've got a computer open during the show. During and the I'm show. not on the fucking. I'm not on the agenda. So. <laughs> Um, I, I, it's something of the mountain. Like a couple people, to, a couple of my friends told me what it was. Yes, last night, and I'm and I'm a dunce, and I completely forgot. Oh, but. Uh, in the hall of the mountain. In King? the hall of the mountain, King. That's it. That's it. Thank you. So you you start with it. You start with this like. No, so you have that music in the in the heck level, right? In in the in the what the heck level, and then it goes from that that opening overture to this sort of doom 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 this this cute little like elevator piece. Meanwhile, in the background, people are like ah, I mean, they're getting tortured in the background. <laughs> Don't flay my nuts, please, God, no! I mean, it's just it's it's horrible, and you're sitting there just like, and you're just bobbing around this level like. Their suffering is humorous. <laughs> I want Evil the Cat as a pet. I need have to do... Evil the Cat as a pet. <laughs> no, you've got Pukey you the cat? cat. That's true. I do have Pukey the Cat. There is no such thing as not Evil the Cat. All I, I cats. Don't, I don't are... have any pets. Really? I'm fine with this. I, no, no, no argument there. A dog and a cat myself. So. I have Pukey the Cat. And I also have a cat that... It, you've also got Pissy the Cat. Pissy the Cat. <laughs> in the time it took me to... Changed the litter out of their litter box. I set their litter box aside so I could sweep. I walked downstairs, walked back upstairs, and one of the cats had already pissed on the floor where the litter box had previously been. At least it's at least. (laughs) Andy Andy does have a habit of shitting and and pissing on the floor. (laughs) We weren't going to talk about that. That's pretty much every cat, though. I'm sorry, every cat has that. You know. You just walk into the room and it's there's clean. A, right, it, you just finished. You just finished. Oh, doing, I just yeah. vacuumed. I just. I just <laughs> cleaned the carpets. <laughs> I. I oh, <laughs> right. I just cleaned. No, I no, just, no, 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 no. I swept. I vacuumed. I got the rug doctor. And meanwhile, the cat's there. Like the two kitchen, hours go later. Kitchen, go to the kitchen. Go to the kitchen. <laughs> And the cat's sitting there, like not even a half an hour later, after I return the rug doctor, sitting there squatting. This one's for you, Daddy. I, one of my cats. I, I was sitting there once after I had cleaned the entire house, and we were living in an apartment. After I cleaned the entire apartment, everything was beautiful, and my cat is sitting in the hallway, looking pristine. He's just sitting there, like licking a paw, and without even fucking moving, he just looks up at me and goes. And horks something up on the carpet, and then just continues to sit there and looks at me and goes back to cleaning himself. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're a fucking savage, Jesus Christ! Can't you be at least a little civilized? This is why we can't have nice things. The cat looks at you, he's like, I'm totally civilized. Now clean my vomit. <laughs> Luke were you servant? I'm sorry. Were <laughs> Clean you, up this mess. Were you worshipped as a god? <laughs> you weren't worshipped as a god. I was worshipped as a god. This vomit, it's called a blessing. In Egypt, this is a blessing. Oh. Yeah, we don't live in Egypt. We live in North America where it's called the prelude to fuck you. <laughs> but so, I digress. Anyway. So evil the cat. Evil the cat. <laughs> evil the cat, Bob the goldfish. Professor Monkey for a head. 
Queen uh, Slug the, the for a butt? Is that it? Yeah. Princess What's Her Name. You can't Princess do that Princess What's Her Television. Name, yeah. I the enemies the enemy designs in this game are awesome. Like I, admittedly I haven't seen them firsthand, but I looked them up when I was doing research about the game and like that's that's ev- that's everything about this game to me cuz like I don't the little bit that I've played, I don't like the I, I don't like the mechanics all that much. They're they're okay. Like like you said, the platforming mechanics are really forgiving. They're really well handled. The shooting mechanics not so much. The whip they're mechanics kind of kind of blow. Yeah. Um, it's all it's all in the character charm. Like the yeah. the, the sprites this are very game oozes charm. Yeah, the yeah, sprites really are very does. charming. They're very funny. Groovy. Everything. Yeah, everything is got you know. T- down to every little minor detail even even uh earthworm gyms like idle animations are awesome yeah like yeah it's it it's a very good looking game it's very pretty and, and it's you, also like the controls are surprisingly well thought out if you think about it yeah so sure. your, your whip is which button b b okay jump is a mm-hmm. and shoot gun, is y okay so you think of it as you're looking at earthworm gym on the controller which is his right hand yeah he's got a point yeah, that's true. Which yeah. is, is left B hand. is it, and and uh, left hand is Y, which is it. That's oh, he's yeah. right. Wow! My goodness! That's our impression of game designers when they finish their game design and they're like, <laughs> "I am so fucking smart." <laughs> this shit is so good; it'll take a bunch of guys podcasting sixteen years after the fact to figure it out. After the fact. <laughs> Oh, you son of a bitch! <laughs> God, I love it when they say the name of movies in the movie, the title of the movie in the movie. <laughs> no one understands my smarm on after the fact. The movie Moon <laughs> is on the moon. <laughs> it, I'm sorry, I, I apparently no, interrupted it's... your your intellectual discourse about <laughs> no, this game, and things have ground to a halt. No, no, no. I, I think we've said pretty much everything. I said everything I want to say about it. I think it's good. I think that you know you get you take enough time to practice it, get good at it, you're gonna love the game. I mean, I I think that was what held me back from totally falling in love with it again. I figure if I had like another hour, I would probably be able to to literally go through the game without dying, like from start to finish. Mm-hmm. In maybe twenty minutes. Wow! I really just the DSI version was like just perfect for me. Yeah, but that's me. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. But thumbs up on this one. Thumbs up. That's where I sit. That's so as a unanimous vote. Everyone uh, loved it. That's right, Luke. You don't get to say shit. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Except for Luke. No, I really don't. I have never in my in my entire gaming career, I've never played far enough into this game to have a legitimate opinion about it. I can offer opinions on little bits and pieces that I have encountered in the first level, and that's about as much as I can talk about it. So, And do you know what I'm going to do after this show's over? I'm going to keep playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> not all the time. I'm not. I'm not. I'm hauling my ass home playing Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm probably going to go upstairs and play Outland. In reality, I'm going to go fucking edit this piece of shit is what I'm going <laughs> to spend the rest of my week doing. Yeah. It's going to be episode 41, The Loud Cast. <laughs> so we actually got a couple of emails uh, for this show. Fuck um, yeah. Neither of them is an entirely legitimate question, but you know what? Whatever. We'll uh, we'll we'll roll with the punches because we got something. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> all questions are legit. I mean, all well, okay, not all, but most. 
all yeah these are legit let's do them the first the first email we got is from aaron um he apparently stumbled onto the show when he was searching ipod or searching itunes for secret of mana and he came across he's a humongous secret of mana fan it's his favorite game ever and he rolled across our secret of mana episode which is which which is like an hour and a half of you guys taking a shit on secret (laughs) of mana (laughs) pretty much it's us just tearing the fucking thing apart Um, it warms the hot car knob all over a secret of mana. <laughs> uh, it was so, the meat in the Zangief sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> he apparently he has some suggestions for games that he'd like to see us do in the future. Uh, one of which is the NES version of Golgo 13. Oh, oh dude, hell wait, yeah! Wait, which one? Because there's a secret mission and then Queen Bee. Uh, fuck, I don't know. He just says Golgo 13. Uh, no, NES. no, no, all of it. Robocop all of it. NES, yeah. which I, I liked. Robocop okay. NES. Yeah, that, was, that okay. was surprisingly good. Wrath of the Black Manta. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I forgot entirely about that game. I just like, I, what I ha- the fuck? I have that game. Yeah, nice. You do? Um, really? And Ninja Gaiden, over to your which, place. all right. Uh, uh, we got to do Ninja Gaiden. We got to do Ninja Gaiden too. Oh, God, he wants to do. He wants us to do an adventure sim, and he lists Maniac Mansion, Deja Vu, and Shadowgate. Yeah! We can get Christina. Oh, on. come on. Uh, and the adventure- Shadowgate? Really? You're going to hate on Shadowgate? Mm. We so talk say- a lot. Yeah. You, um, but then Maniac I love Xenogears. So. Come on, think about it. You can put the hamster in the microwave oven. That is true. That is true. <laughs> that, was, that shit was revolutionary that for was that awesome. time. <laughs> and then he, he also listened to Murder Your Pets. That was how I got started into the <laughs> Tesla coil right there was with the hamster in the microwave. Uh, he also listed Adventures of Lolo, which, okay, I can get behind the Adventures of I, Lolo I stuff. don't remember that one, honestly. I, I kind of... Well, then maybe we'll have to do it. We, so might we should do to. Fire and Ice instead. Fire and Ice, as in the Ralph Bakshi movie, or as the, as the, 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 the two the shots uh, puzzle. I don't think I've ever played oh. Fire and Ice. You've got um, a puzzle that's basically blocks of ice and fire in various locations. You have to slide the blocks of ice in the correct right. order over the fire over so the that fire. they melt and that you have oh. nothing left. Okay, that sounds kind of cool. Um, so anyway, the reason why he wrote in is he apparently has put together a small development team to build an XBLA game. So um, he's making a an action RPG. And his question is, what would you like to see done in an action RPG that would make an make it enticing for you and possibly others who love the genre? What are your do's and don'ts? He's looking for feedback before he gets too far so that they can find out what, you know, what makes a good action RPG and what makes a terrible one. So um, you sound like you have something to oh, say. Oh, man. Go play Rogue Galaxy. That game yeah. did everything right. Really? Everything. It was Almost the, everything. You know, everything. Almost everything. everything. So Almost. Ex- I've never played well, Rogue okay. Galaxy, so explain to me what it does right and why you like it so much. Go first. So it, it's smooth. Like, the combat is smooth. It's not. It doesn't feel like you're playing an RPG that they've hacked in action elements. Okay. It actually yeah. feels like, you know, it's an action game with RPG elements. Okay. But they're very, very strong RPG elements. Yeah. It, that's how good it, it blends mm-hmm. in. It's seamless. There aren't load times. That's awesome. That's very, that's uh, true. Voice acted. They chose excellent voice actors for the cast. Okay, the story the story is key. Admittedly, this is an Xbox Live indie game, so voice acting might not necessarily be within the budget. Well, okay, no, or mean, the space constraints. Okay, so not vo- fair enough. Voice acting out, but hey, think, bird assassin. Yeah, I think you know so. that's true. Don't like if you're thinking about skimping on something, just cut it out. Don't don't half-ass something because you're going to handicap the whole thing. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think one of the, the one of the things that I, to go back to your original point, one of the things that aggravates me about a lot of action RPGs is that they they try and do one of two things. They either make an action game and try and shoehorn RPG elements into it, 
or they try and make an RPG and then they hackney a combat system that's just a thinly veiled turn-based system but made you know to kind of kind of actiony right um one of my favorite action rpgs uh and i know a lot of people will disagree with me on this but one of my favorite ones was the untold legends games on the psp they're made Mm. by sony online entertainment the one Mm. on the ps3 is fucking terrible but untold legends brotherhood of the blade no it's actually sony online entertainment is it it's soe okay um and they did a really good job because it's it's in some ways it's it's a little Diablo esque. It's very much a loot game, right? So you're going through randomly generated dungeons and you're killing shit and you're picking up the loot and trying to you know selling what you don't want and making what you really really do want and then going back out and killing shit. And that right. to me is the epitome of a decent action RPG. That is only one style, though, and that's the problem that that I have with this email is that he doesn't really explain what style of action RPG. Because yeah, but he doesn't cause you could you could much. consider you could consider say Mass Effect Two as an action RPG, sure, because it's got a lot of shooter elements in it. It's not a turn based combat system. No. It's you I know consider it more of a S RPG, S shooting RPG. Yeah, I mean it it's. It's it's FPRP. heavy. Well, it's not even first person. See, it's it's heavy in the RPG elements. So it's um it's there's a, a lot of um it's an isom it's an isometric shooter with a really 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 damn good story. Right. And and I think that's if you're going to make an action RPG, my opinion on it is if you're going to have to take one of those two routes where you're either making an RPG and then making it actiony or you're making an action game and putting RPG elements Start with the action game and add RPG elements on top. That's really easy to do. Ratchet and Clank has proven to us that that's really easy to do. Yes. You have an action game, and then you put a leveling mechanic on top of it that you can level weapons or level your character or level your armor or do things like that. <clears throat> so my my suggestion would be start with your combat mechanics, A1, number one first. Yeah. Make your combat mechanics fluid. Make them... Um, make them seamless into your like if you're going to have a situation where you're like walking over an overland map or you're walking around a, an environment and then you get into combat make it seamless don't make it so that <clears throat> you know you even if you have an action combat I've seen action RPGs where it's it's similar to the turn base where you walk around and you hit a random encounter and then you go to a battle map and then you do right. the, the action yeah, stuff don't uh, do that yeah, shit no. that's fucking terrible yeah. An action RPG think, does not institute that you've got taken Final Fantasy and put a quick time event into it. Exactly. I think I think we were done with that back in Fantasy Star Online one yeah. days. I think we were done with it by then. Dreamcast, I missed you. I do. <laughs> I want my Skies of Arcadia back. I really I want my game. Skies of Arcadia back. Which, speaking of, and that's another thing too. Like that's um, there's two elements of any action RPG, or for that matter, of any any RPG that. Absolutely have to be that that make a great RPG. What Luke's t- talking about is is one of them. Make combat seamless, fun, engaging, fluid. While you're in the middle of that point, let me make one more thing. Shoot. Give it a skill-based element so that the players feel like even though they are leveling stuff up, there is something for them to learn. And they're yes. not just mashing a button and then as they level up, they get more. They, their mashing button does more. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. No. Give it some sort of skill-based element where where players feel like they're learning something as they go, yes. and then as they level up their abilities, they are they have the ability to learn a new skill that right. that does something more. 
Always leave it skill-based. Don't just make it a button masher with level-up mechanics. Anyway, right. continue what you were saying about so, it. Um, and that's, and that, like I said, the, the combat element of it, because that's what you're going to be doing the most. I mean, if it's action RPG, mm-hmm. honestly. There's, then there's the second thing you'll be doing the most, which is the story. Mm-hmm. Tell a compelling story. That's like, you don't have to save the world. You don't have to, you know, whatever. Tell a compelling story. That's really all I care about. Xenogears, for me, and it's not really an action RPG, but let's I'll just bring this up for this reason. Xenogears is a, it's a movie that has, uh, it, it's, it's a fucking movie that goes on forever and <laughs> yeah. then lets you combat a little bit, and then it's a fucking movie that goes on forever, and then you combat a little bit, and I love it. Because the story is really good. Yeah. Rogue Galaxy was kind of, for me, that was what actually turned me off about Rogue Galaxy, was the story was okay. It was, it was, the combat was great, everything else is good, I got about two-thirds of the way through it. Just lost interest. And it just, yeah, it just kind of, after a while, it just sort of wrote it away on me. So on that line, number two, don't try to make it too long yeah, a compelling story does not need to be a long, especially story. for an Xbox Live indie game, which is yes. what they're talking about making. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be forty hours. Make no. it, you know, put it ten, in the ten hour range. Five, ten, yeah. Well, ten. Yeah, let's go ten. Ten is a great range. It's perfect. Don't go too deep into it. Trust me. Like right now, I guarantee you, as somebody that's messed around with even like Neverwinter Nights mods and stuff like that, you do not have the time to dev out the kind of Mass Effect esque right. story that that you might very well be in your. Ha- I don't know what the scale of the game is, so I, I don't want to prejudge. Little do, little do we know that Aaron's actually like the CEO of EA. It's <laughs> <laughs> a small like a, independent project. He's talking about you know Mass, Mass Effect, Effect three, four. <laughs> four yeah. Give it. The one thing that I'll add to that story thing is give the players compelling choices to make. Don't don't shoehorn them into a story. You know, like it, it's fine if the story is linear. That's not a problem. Sure. I'm not expecting it to be like completely open world shit where you're doing crazy like this crazy interwoven web of storylines. But every every once in a while in don't the game, don't make it Final Fantasy XII. Exactly right. Um, give the players. The ability to affect their their, their surroundings and their environment, and give yeah. them compelling choices to make um, that aren't. So, uh, I'll give examples of some some things that I some games that I love that have attempts at that and fail. Sure. One of the primary of which I'm going to bring up is Infamous. Infamous is a is a great game. Like I love that it is game. It's a linear game. Uh, it's a very linear game. Mm-hmm. I will I love that game. It's got an open world element that's awesome. I'll play the shit out of it. The mechanics are spectacular. The choices are ridiculous. Right? And the choice the choices are very forced. It's it's black and white about and it's not even necessarily what you would consider good and evil as much as what you you as the player of the game understand this is what the game makers think is good and evil in this environment. Right. So, you know, you're you're faced with choices that are just straight up black and white. Oh, I can I can leave these crates so all these hungry people can get some food on their own. Or I can kick all their asses and take it all for myself. Yeah. Like it's it's the you know it's, it's okay, like so, the yeah yeah like I mean here's a, there's two things on that real brief. One is don't make me do. Here's the 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 cardinal sin of Bioware. They've they've gone from you're either obviously good Jedi to obviously Sith Jedi, uh, which is just are you evil or not? I right, mean, and, and stupidly evil or not. Or they've gone to now Mass Effect, where you can either be 
good guy or you can be a dick. And, you know, there's no compelling reason to follow said individual. I bring up the, the one thing we kind of, uh, refer to in certain circles as the Coventry paradigm, where there's a, a tale from the Second World War where the Allies had intelligence that a city in England called Coventry was going to be bombed. They knew that it was coming in advance. They could have moved anti-air assets, and they could have moved the RAF into this area to stop this bombing, and it would have saved thousands and thousands and thousands of lives. But they didn't do it because it would have given away the fact that we were reading the Germans' messages, and that was, in the long-term war effort, a more detrimental that's the kind of moral challenge, or the, not moral, yeah. ethical challenges yeah. I want to see in games. I'm, I'm, I, I look at that and go, give me ethics challenges where, you know what, if you do something that, that has the short-term game of, of saving lives and maybe everyone's better for it, and you think to yourself, wow, this is great. I've done the good thing in the short term, but let that sense of short-term, easy, uh, 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 what is the term I'm looking for here? The instant gratification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let that instant gratification, don't be afraid to fuck people with instant gratification. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and, and do, and when you do it, do it with a smile. Yeah. They come in and they're like, you saved us, it's great, well, we love you, but here's some free stuff. Or, but then you come back later and they've been fucked by your actions. Yeah. So. Think about that; those kind of choices. If that's what's going to be a feature of this game, definitely do that. Uh, that all being said, if you're not looking to make a story, if you're not looking to make a compelling story, if you're just looking for an action... So the fact that you put RPG in, in your game title means that you have to incorporate an, a, an element of story that's somewhat compelling. That's the point of an RPG. If you're not going to do that, if you're just making like... Uh, if you're making a hack and slash loot game, then look at... Diablo. Ex- look at Diablo. Look the, at WoW. The, no, WoW's a yeah, good example. Yeah, look at WoW. Okay. The, example, the other example I was going to give was Borderlands. Yeah. Like, yes. Look at games where the loot is the the key. And if you're w- wanting to make something that's on the indie level that um, you want an example of, that's where I would say go look at... Um, go look at Castle un- Crashers. Castle Crashers. Yeah, Castle under, Crashers. Um, Unhold, Untold Legends Brotherhood of the Blade with the first Untold Legends game on PSP is, is, an, is an excellent action loot game and and that's uh that's where i would go so it, it, it there's a lot of directions you can go hopefully you know some of this has given you some some insight into what you can do with your game um, yes i don't know that uh our opinions are all that authoritative but you know what we're gonna give hey, them anyway and dude <laughs> yeah and you know i mean at the at the risk of putting my foot out here keep us updated on how it goes man definitely Absolutely. yeah let us know and we'll uh you know we'll, we'll throw out some shout outs on the show when you yeah. start getting start getting your your development in gear I'll, I'll beta test your shit god knows the old republic doesn't want me on so dude <laughs> man, hook me up <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so that was that was our only major question. The, the other thing is something that I'll take care of at the end of the show. Did you guys have anything else you wanted to touch on before we uh, moved into the into the wrap up here? Play the demo. literally the wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> Play the demo of Catherine before you buy it. Absolutely, because you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. I mean, I really love it, but I'm not going to say that everyone will. If you're if you're a hardcore gamer, you will understand what I'm going to say next. The game is published by Atlas. Enough said. Uh, the, the IGN review on this one, I think it was IGN, or, or no, GameSpot review on this one, was really good. It, yeah. was, it, was, very, it was very accurate from what everyone I'm hearing is, is pretty much saying, and they sum it up very well. So take six minutes out of your life, go watch that. Uh, if you're still interested, which I think most wonderful people would be, do it. 
pull the don't, trigger. Don't watch the review. Play the demo. Yeah. The demo pretty Demo's much available. You it might shows, as well play yeah, it. it Actually, shows you, know you what? the That's basics of every single action element of the game. Oh, okay. There are, there are variations on, you know, what the different blocks do, but that is the, the meat and potatoes of the game. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the story is definitely there, and the choices you, there are ethical choices you make, but they're kind of like, okay. And it carries a partial nudity descriptor from the ASRB, and that's enough for make me buy it. I'm going to go Days! play that. <laughs> <laughs> Boobies! ta So, uh, there was one virtual console release since the last show. It's called oh. Brawl Brothers. <laughs> Never played it. Don't know anything about it. So... You know something about it? It's terrible? Yeah. Spiritual it's, give it a shot. Just, I don't know, it's a spiritual maybe. successor to Urban Champion. Oh, oh fuck. God. Anything that you can even associate with Urban Champion is enough to make me not want to buy it. Combat Tribes. Uh, oh, God. All right. So uh, check out our comic book podcast, Trade Secrets. You can find that on www.geekerific.com as well. Rate us on iTunes. It helps us out. gets us more listeners. Review us on yes. Zoom. Same things going on there. Uh, we are now available on Stitcher Radio. So uh, if you go to the website, actually, there's a link to the Stitcher Radio station that you can click on, and it'll take you directly there. If you're not familiar with Stitcher Radio, uh, it's a it's kind of like Pandora for podcasts. You, you set up a station based on a podcast you like, and it pulls similar types of podcasts i got some really interesting uh choices really oh yeah not you get like some of them were not video games one was (laughs) like the after dark show or something like that (laughs) it was just two people with like the crudest senses of humor that i've ever seen oh my god (laughs) i'm like we haven't slipped that far into Follow us on Twitter. The main show feed is at After the Fact Pod. I am at Geek Elite. Andy is at Mathtastrophe. Matthew is at Coin underscore Metropole. And Coin is C O Y N E. Uh, you can like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash After the Fact Podcast. They can lick our Facebook page? They can. Okay. Uh, just bring that sucker up and, and try not to shock and yourself on your monitor. Yeah. Uh, Don't be near my Tesla like coils. Internet. <laughs> the internet tastes like chicken. <laughs> Follow us on Tumblr at atfp.tumblr.com. Uh, you can friend us on XBLA and PSN. Some of that information is on the website and some of it's not. I know Andy still hasn't gotten me a bio. Neither is Matt. So we don't oh. have bios on it. Normally, our XBLA and PSN uh, names will be in our bio pages on the website. But join the forums, even though I'm contemplating getting rid of them. Uh, you can give it a try and see if we can start some discussions on there. Uh, if you want to be a part of the show, we will read emails. We would like to thank... Uh, Thank Aaron Stevens for sending his email in. And we've got a second email that we will read in a a moment by a man named Heath McNeese. Um, Send in your emails if you've got questions, comments, things you want us to talk about on the show. You want to tell us we're awesome. You want to send us praise or hate mail. And uh, we will read it on the show. You can get a hold of us through any portal, uh, including... Uh, the forums, you can send us a message on Twitter, on Facebook, or you can email us at afterthefact at geekerific.com. Geekerific, I'll spell that. It's G-E-E-K-E-R-I-F-I-C. And... E-A-U-X. <laughs> <laughs> fucking scrabble board gun wrong. Ge- geekerific. So, yeah, uh, be a part of the show. We love, we love answering emails from fans, so uh, send us something to talk about. Yeah. Um, the last thing that I want to run out before we end the show here is we got an email from a guy by the name of Heath McNeese. He uh, he he does hip hop for a full time. He's a recording artist, um, and he's a, he's a video game nerd that does uh, hip hop recordings. And he sent us a he sent us uh, an email about a. a Song that he did called Nintendo Thumb. Uh, you can find it on YouTube, and and he did a mixtape of a bunch of 
video game related songs that he's nice. released for free primarily hip-hop and they're mostly nintendo related because that's his kind of his focus i was waiting for you to say he did a sequel called genesis elbow <laughs> <laughs> uh he, he mentions that you can get uh nintendo thumb on itunes and amazon and there's a there's a link on youtube where you can watch it he he did a the first song off of his free mixtape has a promo video and it's called tanuki you know based on the raccoon suit from mario based 3. on when mario goes furry exactly furry micatron um, and, uh, you know, t- you can find Heath's music at Heath McNeese, and I'll spell that because it's a little weird, H-E-A-T-H-M-C-N-E-A-S-E, heathmcneese.bandcamp.com. We will go ahead and send the show out with uh, Tanuki, which is the sh- song that he talk- talks about here, the first one off his mixtape. Nice. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Thank you, Andy. (laughs) What the fuck are you laughing about? I am Luke. This is Heath McNeese sending the show out, and we will see you in two weeks. We're out. Plus I got a one up from a smagani gold. 
Bowser ain't the head of his classes. Grab the axe, put the bread in the basket. Man's hoe throwing vegetable patches. I beat the wizard, put the Fred in the savage. Honestly, you're mocking me, aren't you? Mom, it's not a costume, it's a frog suit. You guys don't even know what this would cost you. I bartered for it in the castle of the mushrooms. Man, that's why girls be duck. Run away like somebody hit the B button. Such reset, cousin, when they see nothing. But a cheap, cheap buster on a weak budget. Matsunuki suit, give me free love. What Peach doesn't know, homie, Peach shutting. Luigi gone, I'll probably freaking some. Between you and me, we ain't even love. I did it all for Tanuki. Come on, Tanuki. Come on, so you can take a coupling and use a brother's wand. Use a brother's wand. Super mustache, keep a super plumber strong. I did it all for Tanuki. Come on, Tanuki. Come on, so you can take a power pad and use it till you die. Use it till you die. Mario Bros. Throw deuces in the sky.